It's that time of the year again where the podcast returns to the studio and to the airwaves. We've got a lot of things to go through this week, looking back at the summer, pre-season, incomings and outgoings, the new kit, and everything else that goes along with Latics. We'll also look forward to the season coming. I'm Simon and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Welcome back, guys. Um, how are we all doing? Barry, how, how are you? You've been uh, here, there and everywhere this week. Yeah, it's been a, a, a good summer and a good week so far. Yeah, yeah. so good stuff. Uh, old Adam, how are we doing? I've got gout. Brilliant. So you're, you're not going to be starting on Saturday up front? You're not wearing no, your sandals? No, I don't, I don't think I'm going to pass my fitness test. I haven't passed one in 20 years, to be fair. Cracking. And young Adam, how are we doing? It's good to be back. Yes, it is good to be back in the studio. Looks exactly the same as it always has done. Yeah, uh, somebody's not made it this Where, evening. Where's the McCarthy money, Barry? Well, uh, Mr Thorpe has run off with it. <laughs> yeah. So he's not with us I've seen, I've seen him with a wall chest. Yeah. Claims he's got to look after his kids. That's what this claim is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, In Florida. <laughs> so, um, doing all alright? Yeah, well, nice yeah. summer. Um, I think we've been eking it out with the uh, international football that's been on. Um, the men in the uh, that little tournament that we had, and then obviously the women's football. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching the cricket. And then the cricket, the, cricket, the, cricket, cricket the tennis, the tennis, nah, cricket. The tennis. Yeah. I think the cricket was fantastic. You know, I managed to get to a game myself, and that was that was something else against uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. And the final, what a sporting moment! Oh, brilliant, brilliant! Yeah. And we, could, I think we could do a podcast just on that. I think that drama was is, is uh, very similar to uh, 2013. It was in, on the uh, 11th of May. It was the FA Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't watch cricket, but I was jumping up and down. Yeah, it, it, it was Amazing. something else, and that that's kind of filled the void, hasn't it, to the start of July. It's gone quick, that's yeah. what I say. I mean. Well, we had no no World I mean, that was a very short tournament straight after the season had finished, and we've had no World Cup, no Euros this year, so that cricket helped us really, didn't it, to get our sporting fix? Yeah, well, it's been a, a nice summer as well, hasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. weather's been beautiful. Drinks in the garden and all, all yeah. the rest of it. We had a couple of um, podcasts out over summer, if you've not managed to uh, listen to them. But on our uh, on our page, uh, we had Barry's guest, uh, and Gary's. Well, uh, go on, Barry. What was it? Gary's. Barry's nest, the guest in a vest. And who did you have on Lee Evans? We had Lee Evans with his Isle of Barry T-shirt on, which I got mistaken. I thought it was about me, but it was about Barry Island. And it, we're not saying it's necessarily Lee Evans from Wigan Athletic, are we? It was just yeah, we are. It was yeah. Lee no, 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 no. It was, okay. it was Lee Evans. Um, and then we did myself and uh, Barry um, did a, a spot from the DW last Wednesday night against Everton. Yeah, I was very impressed with uh, what was happening on the pitch as well. Yeah, um, and we'll say thanks straight off the bat to uh, the media team for giving us access, putting up with us, um, and doing what they've been doing over the summer months. Okay, because they've had to put up with Barry as well this week when he went down to. The FL launch. Do you want to say a bit about that, Barry? Um, what went um, on? And I mean, not really. It weren't that that interesting, but it was for me because I was there. But I think the listeners would be quite bored of listening to me name drop the people who were there. You know, go on, just one or two. Have you got any that just come off the bat? Yeah, uh, Barry Fry were there. Mick Colford, 
England's greatest ever player, Andy Sinton. Andy Sinton, yeah, a friend of the podcast now as well. <laughs> so that's good, um, and that's that's got us more or less to where we are today. Anyway, should we have a look at pre-season and how that has gone for the Latics? So we had a trip out to uh, La Cala. The lads went out on a, a warm weather train camp out there, um, and. We've done that a few times, haven't we? And it's, it seems to have gone all right. I'm, I'm just slowly I'm just trying to get up the. Um, oh, no, I can't. So pre season. <laughs> I'm trying to get the pre season. We're now back, back, we're we're back, right, we're we're back in Chester. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, 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 know, we know what happened. So, Chester City. Mm-hmm. Um, park up in England, play a game in Wales. What a result for Latics. That was it in the round running, wasn't it? 7 1 away from home. Mm-hmm. Against obviously non-league opposition, but nevertheless, it's a good test, a good run out to get the wheels in motion. Um, what do we take away from a game like that? Well, Joe Garner took the match ball, didn't he? Back in the hat trick. So yeah. uh, I think you take away from that a uh, little bit of match fitness, and that's all you can. Nothing else is there really. No, um, and it's it's good because we're starting to see what players we've got in um, and what kind of holes we need to start filling really don't we uh, in that position you see who's who's left and obviously there's there's talk of transfers going going out um, and then a couple of days later three days later we made the trip to AFC Files um, unlucky not to be promoted last season from the conference um, yeah. and a defeat on a Tuesday night on the Files coast did, uh, did you no, go well, out I went to that one yeah um, oh. You know, you say typical pre-season friendly. That was the epitome of a pre-season friendly. They just if you pull it, you know, pull it out of those fifty-fifties a little bit, and then eleven changes at half-time. Um, yeah, no, what much? The only thing you could say is that he's Danny Ross scored again against us. There's um, some player in it. It won't be long yeah. before he gets snapped up. I don't think. For, um, well, you think he'd be playing like he's top. He's still he's still the Ah, snap him up. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there were a few little pleasing youth performances, which I think um, younger players coming through. Gelhart uh, had a couple of nice mezzy runs through and a couple of decent shots. Uh, I don't think uh, Charlie Jolly will want to see his miss ever again no, uh, it's, one, it's, it's a one in a million that never and, and it's good that he gets it out of the way in a, in a friendly match like that because next time it might be you know, it might be an important league match or cup match but, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned Joffe because um, he will feature I think in, in what we're going to talk about in the in coming up uh, shortly I think he's going to be one to watch moving on from Files um, a defeat and are you setting a barometer then of how the season's going to go or where we're at? I don't know. There's a lot of changes, wasn't there, from the from the Chester game? It was a a, a more youthful looking side. Um, so then we went to Bradford. Um, came up against James Vaughan. He's been made captain of Bradford this season, mm-hmm. um, and ironically got the uh, opening goal uh, against us. Uh, penalty. When for me our back line seemed a bit exposed for. A uh, bit of pace. Again, we're not quite at the races at this point of the season. But a one-all draw. Pilkington got the um, reply for us, didn't he? Um, and that's that's coming a bit of a test. Obviously, they're down in League Two. They've got to be 
up their favourites to for promotion from League Two. Um, well, they've certainly got the fan base, haven't they? But doesn't always yeah, guarantee, fans don't win your games. Doesn't yeah. guarantee you anything, does it? Well, no. Even Leeds is two million fans that they brought last season. Yeah, and Pompey. So then we turned our attentions back to uh, the home of Wigan Athletic with two games on the spin. A midweek game last week against Everton. Um, I must say, quite a strong Everton team uh, came to the DW Stadium. Barry, uh, what were your thoughts on, on that game? Well, I think, uh, you know, like you were saying against, the, against Bradford and, and, and Fowler, it's typical pre-season, and I, I wouldn't read anything to the results. I mean, the, the rules were reversed slightly with us being the underdogs in that game and Everton being, you know, the team from the higher division. But the work out, isn't there? I mean, if you, if you lose every pre-season game, it's not the end of the world because it doesn't matter. If you, if, you, you know, if you win them all, you're not, it doesn't guarantee your promotion, does it? tell Liverpool fans that their heads are falling off. Well, yeah, they just need to get a grip. It doesn't matter. It's all about getting your players. Saturday, three o'clock. Yeah, match fit. I think if it's disastrous, I remember one on the Paul Jill when he came and we, he, loads of players have been released. Uh, the, the year we lost 6-1 to Everton at our place and I think we got beat in Scotland 4-0 or something. I think I think if you have a, a disastrous pre-season, it can lead in. But I don't. Yeah, these are. These, this could have been nil 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 or two two. You know, they could have gone either way. But who cares? You know, it's just. Yeah, I mean, we playing two Premier League clubs, and you're getting you're getting incredible soul jaw draws against them. But it doesn't mean to say we're going to be flying this this season, does it? No. You, know, you can't read anything into that. That's it. I think, I think the, the game probably we'll look into most, and that was more um, probably pleasing was being 2-0 down at home to Burnley mm. and the manner in which we came back but with the changes that we made so we talked about Joffrey before he came on you know he got a, got a goal but he didn't look out of place playing against Premier League players they're a week away they're a week behind us aren't they from the start of the season but they're going to be coming up to speed and it, it wasn't wasn't too bad I don't think I think it was a good result um, a much more positive result um Try new things as well. I think they uh, they had a little go at three at the back. Yeah, systems in it. Yeah, uh, it's all about it. it's experimenting and like I said, as long as you're not getting done ten now yeah. or something. I thought Keeper looked uh, very good against Everton. I must say, I thought he looked very good. Yeah, and Sammy Moss was uh, outstanding in midfield. And, yeah, uh, you know. Fox, so, Foxy looks uh, class. Yeah, it, it worked well with Martin because Martin was just coming, taking the ball off him and knocking it to him. And Gary Roberts is always yeah. nice and nice and confident. So, anything else to say on pre-season? No, the sooner we see the back of it, the better, and get into the real stuff. So, what I'm going to do now is we're going to look at the incomings and outgoings. Um, we'll go for it: goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, and, and, and forwards. Okay. So starting off in goal is number one, David Marshall. Brought him in, Scotland international. Played pretty much every game at Hull last season. What do you think? Uh, yeah, good experience. I mean, uh, I don't know what, how many years he signed for, but with Walton it was always going to be, you know, we've got to pay a, a large sum. But to get that kind of quality, who's, you know, he's played in many games of the Championship, even the Premier League. Um, for a free transfer, I think it's great business. Um, solid number one, plays for his country. Can't really complain at that. I think, you know. And it's time for us, despite a bit of comp- competition yeah, from a, a very high-profile club in the in the area. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah. Which so. you know, you probably wouldn't have played one game for him, would he? No. But you know, he's been a 
we've got Jamie Jones' backup. Uh, Owen Evans has gone on loan to Macclesfield, hasn't he? Which would be good uh, experience for him. You'd, you'd probably expect him to be playing first team there. We've got somebody else uh, in, haven't we? As, as backup. Uh, he's been seen doing warm ups. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you can say who he is or not. I don't know who he is, so. He's a promising young lad. Um, not English. Uh, I'm not saying anymore, but okay. he's promising and, and yes, you need a third goalkeeper at your club, don't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. So, good move. So we go on to defenders, we'll just go through the team that we've got and you know we can talk about who we've lost and, and who we've brought in. So we've got Nathan Byrne, Anthony Robinson has signed a, a permanent deal with the club. Fantastic, that, uh, fantastic move. Yep, yeah, um, I think he'll go on to, you know, to good things and he settles, you know, two years now. It's pace, isn't it? Yeah. For, I mean, well, that's a, a weapon in itself, yeah. you know, counter-attacking. And he's, everything else will get better with experience. And also, mm. I think this season as well, with Fox alongside him, he'll be probably more on the left-hand side of the defence, talking through it a bit more. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the third player we've got, Dan, Danny Fox in. Um, obviously, we signed him last January, didn't we? Uh, a bit blighted by injury towards the end of that se- uh, last season. So hopefully, he can establish himself and you know lead that that back four because he's, he's a leader isn't he captain uh, of the team on Barry's birthday he, he? Did, he did indeed yeah. and then obviously you've got Cedric Kipre Che Dunkley Cedric uh, there as well lost as he came in didn't he Reece James as a defender do we need strength in that area still do we, do we need lost to bring Ol- in Olsen as well yeah lost Olsen do we need to bring in any extra cover yeah. in defence yeah could do with a right back on law from Chelsea couldn't we we could. Well, uh, strong rumours on the internet. Yes, yeah, that, that, that uh, yeah. Sterling lad from Chelsea yeah. has been rumoured around. Yeah. Um, at the time of publication, we we don't know anything, do we? We're still waiting for yeah. a nice little video to be done by the... Uh, by the official. official yeah. That one looks close, doesn't it? And it looks like it makes sense, because obviously we've got a history of looking after Chelsea players now, haven't we? Yeah. Recent history, so... Seems to add up. Yeah, so if we get, get him, in, him in, do you cent- think we're... Centre-half, though. Can he, can he play centre-half? Well, there's a, there's a good lad in the reserves centre-half who uh, the club think highly of. Um, I think he played at Fylde. He actually played at Fylde and looked OK. Yeah, he was so probably one of the better of the I ones. Think, I think they think he could, if, if needs be, because we've got three, haven't we? Yeah, Fox, so it's, it's, a big, it's a big... So I'm just thinking, you know, once it, one, one gets injured, you always probably want the centre-half on bench. Yeah, so well, he's probably going to be on yeah, the bench. Yeah, so we're going to need a home ground, because Owen Evans has, has gone as well, yeah, you, so we need yeah. that home ground. Uh, moving on to midfield. Uh, Lewis McLeod coming from Brentford. Who's a tidy player against Everton? Is he going yeah. on the ball? Not not a bad signing. Um, I don't know anything about him really. He's not seen much of him. I think he's been quite underrated. Comes with injuries. I think he's. Well, we've lost one of those, haven't we? So yeah. he's and just still on, players. He's got a one-year contract. Yes, yeah, so he's got to prove you've got himself. Got to keep the physios busy, haven't you? Have a yeah. listen to what he said well, in his interview. Very telling that interview. Yeah. About the number of games. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sammy Morsey. Uh, Captain, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Never lets us die, no. No. he's always a solid seven. Anthony Bilkington, uh, we'll be looking to, to kick on more this season. Hopefully he's, he's fit, he looks fit. He looks, he? he looks like he could be one of our best players. Yeah, yeah. fit. He, 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 come, he come with the injury problems, isn't he, buddy? What I liked all the other day is he, he, I've not seen that yet <clears> since he's come, but he hit a couple of his uh, shots, didn't he? That he, was, he was renowned for when yeah. he was at Othersfield, didn't he? Yeah. He was, so, Adam's favourite... The Evans, yeah, 
changed his squad number this season. Number eight. Yeah. And Rez, we've got Crack- Crackers still on the wing. Yeah. Uh, Gary Roberts was rewarded. Um, he, I think he said to us last the end of last season that he's. Um, it's going to be a lot of off the pitch stuff that he's yeah. uh, sort of character though to have around the place yeah, well, isn't it? Darren, does he, he, yeah. he, he doesn't look out of place to friend, another friend of the podcast yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, I, I still think he, he's, he's he can't play long he can't play uh, clearly a 46 game season 90 minutes but if you need to bring someone on 15 minutes I think his best games come against the best, best team yeah, yeah. he's intelligent yeah. I mean even coming on the other day but he sat in centre mid for a little bit against Burnley and you know he's got he's an intelligent passer and you know he can he, he plays a role in this squad for me. Yeah, we'll need a few games out of him this season. Speak, speaking of Burnley, a player who plays a uh, bit of time, uh, Leonardo de Silva Lopez didn't have a bad game either, did he? Yeah, I was thinking that maybe they would risk possibly him being the right right back cover um, if, if they couldn't get anybody else in. Yeah, and it's not. I, I still don't think up against the top class Championship wide player. You know, we, we had that with Naismith last year. You know, he didn't let us down. I think he needs a season loan, me. He was quite wrong, I thought. He went to Gillingham, but he wasn't there for full season. I think he needs yeah. a full season, yeah. playing every game, yeah. and just keep getting that experience. He had a little, um, just before he got taken off on Saturday, um, when he became a wing-back instead of a right-back, he had a couple of decent well, runs, runs, didn't he? Runs, yeah. He, he, was he needs his confidence, because he, yeah. uh, he was shot completely. I don't know if anyone went to where the cup game at West Brom, but yeah. he, he just looked like he had no confidence that he to do anything. Uh, and with wide players, look at Massey. All players need confidence, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but I think your wide players, you know, once they're flying, like Massey was in them first few, and Jacobs, when they get flying, you know, they, you know they're very... Very dangerous players. Cal Naismith, um, cover for left back. I, I like Cal. Um, we'll move on. He's just cover, isn't he? He's yeah. Cover general. He's not a bad attacker. If he's not. Like. Well, you think He's about not. him when we played Leeds away last season against 10 men. He was like Superman, wasn't he? Roberto Naismith. I like yeah, that. Yeah, with, the, with the way things line up, I feel like if we're. I think we're better prepared for if we have the same injury problems as if last season. And, you know, that's, Jensen Weir completes that uh, midfield so far. Uh, one of our youngsters um, built from decent stuff. Mm. Um, could be a big season for him. Moving on to the front line. Is Williams completed yet? There's, there's nothing, nothing coming as well as well as well live in the studio. Moving forward, Josh Windass. He looks all right pre-season. I've always liked. I know we've had. I think most on this podcast have not been his biggest fan. I've always quite. I think there's a player in, if you play him in the right position. His work rates well, good, isn't he? Yeah, he, he makes the runs. Doesn't he? It was funny. He was walking out the ground with um, big season for him. One of the stewards and uh, Josh Windass walked out on Saturday, and the steward said, "Oh, good hit that from halfway line." Um, you know, he had the uh, speculative effort, and he said, "Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't run anymore." <laughs> he'd uh, he put a shift in ante uh, on Saturday, Josh Windass. So hopefully we can get. Yeah, it's a big season for him, I think, because he needs to. Uh, what did he get last season? Three goals, four Something goals. Like that, yeah. yeah, he needs to a bigger return. He needs to double figures. I thought he was more. He might maybe fought around five or six goals because I think he had a spell didn't he where he got three or four goals. He scored Millwall away. Oh no, he put the uh, ball in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, if you're listening. That was a joke. I'm sure he's. It, well, you have to answer to his dad. No, no, I, I, you I mean, have to answer to his dad. That goal he scored against 
Forest. West Brom. Alright. Yeah. He's got a good one yeah. at Forest as well. Uh, then there's. Yeah, um, yeah. Score gets from Before we get strongly worded emails, we move on. Yeah. yeah. There's a star man running down the wing. Alright. Yeah. Gavin Massey. Big season for him. Back from injury. Played against Southport's yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, uh, looks a bit. Just a little bit short at the moment. You can tell he's not a, a, the same pre-season as the rest start, of the lads. Not non-starter for me on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He's, you don't want to see him breaking down again, do you? Make sure he's 100%. Current player leading the line, Joe Garner. Joe, Joe Garner. As the season went on last year and he got the games under his belt, he just improved every single game. Yeah. He loves having a, he loves having an argument with Raf, doesn't he? Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he's in a very strong competition for me with the next two lads coming up. Callum Lang. Um, who's knocking on the door maybe he needs to go out and play League One football um, this season and we've also got um, Joffy Joseph Gildart yeah. could he be our secret weapon this year? Well, I'd expect him to, to play probably between 15 and 20 games I don't mean full games at some point with appearances um, I think he's absolute quality but um, and we've got to remember his age. Yeah. Um, well, his experience. It, it, go back, Wayne Rooney. Remember he, the name. He, he, he was sort of floated around as the next big thing. But he, he, that first season at Everton, I always remember for that goal he scored against Arsenal. But he was he, he was in and out of the team, yeah. and that and, and that's you know that's arguably one of England's England's best ever players. Yeah. So I, I think if people think he's just going to jump in and. Score twenty five goals in forty games. I think they're in. Clay you've got to treat you've got to treat kids right as well because you can. Burn, it's easy to burn them out, isn't it? Very easy. I mean, even if it's like top quality players like Michael Owen got burnt out, didn't say we you know starting so well. Steven Gerrard had, had a burnout as well. So you've got to be careful that way. But um, it's a big step from playing development football to championship football isn't it, in and one friendly goal. football even yeah even, uh, even I, arguably playing against the Premier League team is different to playing a championship team isn't it but I, I, I still expect to see him uh, featuring quite, quite quite a lot coming off the bench and that this quick season. question right would you expect him to more minutes than Callum McManaman yes I think um, we've got some breaking news yeah breaking news uh, Joe Williams has signed a three year deal right. from Everton uh, undisclosed uh, undisclosed fee, yes. Uh, as always, this day and age um, that you get in football. So that's another midfielder. Has that just been announced? That's yeah. That's I think one one thing with the Latics, they usually they don't usually do one announcement. They usually do like a roll of them, don't they? So you know these other rumours that's been knocking around the internet for the past couple of days. Maybe uh, keep your eye on that, Simon. Well, there, are, well, there were a couple of other rumours, Barry, that yourself and Gemma Davis were going to be called up to uh, the Latics team and start on Saturday. Can, <laughs> can you confirm or deny those rumours? Uh, well, you're talking there about Joey Garner leading the line and he's under threat from uh, somebody at one end of the age, age uh, gap. I mean, I'm at the other, so, you know, Joey, just watch your back. So, Joe Williams in from uh, Everton. Barry, I sent you a video of him scoring for Barnsley. Barnsley, yeah. What do you make of that? It was a very, a very good goal. Of, um... No, I meant the TV. Oh, no. Uh, no, yeah. no, it was a very good goal. Uh, it was about 20, 30 yards. Yeah, Somewhere. Straight in top corner. If he can not win it then in this season, would it be... Uh, it reminded me of the, the uh, Conor McElhaney uh, effort. 
Oh. Well, let's let's hope he doesn't become a Conor McElhaney player because oh, he gave three years. He, uh, All he ever did was it, was it screamers, wasn't it? And he did nothing else. No, he about he, four of them. I think for him though, it's another one. You know, they've got they've, they've come through at a top club, not quite got the opportunities that they get to Championship level, which is a top league, sixth sixth biggest league in the world, and you basically can you make it at that level? Mm. McElhenney's dropped down I don't know where he's at League 2 now is he was he? at Fleetwood for Fleetwood, a while yeah. what, what age is he here Williams 22 um, yeah. He's, he's, yeah I think he was born on the 8th or the 12th so uh, should be 23 this, this yeah. time yeah. Um, but he was at Bolton last season um, does, that, does the Convery household have anything I haven't, I haven't posed the question yet. Yeah, he's week. probably too worried about whether there will be a club to support. Well, I think we'll have a quick, quick mention on that while we've brought it up and then we can get rid of the elephant. Well, it's absolutely disgraceful what's happened to Bury. Yeah. They've cancelled their game, haven't they? Yeah, Fell's cancelled yeah. the game. Um, it's just it's a disgrace, that's all yeah. I'd say. And yeah. for the EFL to allow them two clubs to get it to the situation they're at now. Real feel for the fans. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's disgraceful. I mean, that's, yeah. that's probably a podcast we could do on our own. Well, the chief executive of the uh, AFL is on his way out, isn't it? Uh, Sean Harvey. Harvey, Harvey yeah. yeah. And I think that's the best thing that could happen to the AFL, to be honest. So I think for all of us, we, you know, we're feel for the fans and um, it needs sorting out quickly. Yeah. Right, moving on. Uh-huh. So, incomings and outgoings, we, we know we need strengthen. Yeah. We've got one just come in as we're recording. There's going to be more. Uh, no doubt so we'll just see how it goes there's no point of saying we need to sign X, Y and Z Cookie knows who he needs to sign and where he needs to strengthen they've got fingers in pies yeah. but when you think about the squad overall I mean we've lost the two quality players we've lost Powell uh, over the three oh, well you look at the four seasons he's been with us he's not made a full season in any of those seasons has no. he? he's had time out the closest was League One wasn't it yeah uh, last season he missed a, about half a season didn't he and he came back and he was on the bench for a lot of them games. He was on the bench at Leeds once, eh? Didn't play against Leeds. Yeah. And I have to actually say, I thought this, he started the season exceptionally. Yeah. And I thought when he came back, he, did, he had flashes, but for me, he wasn't the same comeback player as he was the two years previously when no. he became that impact player. Yeah. And, and, and when you look at Reese James, there's no point even thinking about replacing him because he can't replace best player who's ever lived <laughs> yeah but we're not we're not going to replace Rich James are we it's like his calibre because that's, he was that's sensational what people need to get a grip don't they they keep 14 players have gone we've signed three so far we've lost two players that's all we've lost we've, lo- we've lost two and a few little players who, who are you know you do need to beef that squad up a yeah, bit and it yeah. can't always be you can't always sign someone who's better than what you've got I don't think we're the sort of club, like top clubs can say, we're going to sign a player because they're better in that position. We actually sometimes have to sign somebody who we know can do a job if someone gets, gets injured. And that's, it's, an, it's a bit more difficult uh, transfer strategy, that. Um, but we don't want 14 players in who are average. It's better yeah. to yeah. five or six, really, isn't it, in terms of quality. So moving, moving forward from that... Uh, new seasons nowadays bring new kits. I remember the, day, the days when you got a kit every two years or something like that. Got two new ones out. Uh, well, two first team outfield kits uh, blue and white pinstripes and red with some sort of cuboid design on the. On Very the nice kits as well. Yeah, yeah. they grow on us. Um, yeah, we thought first, we'd, we'd first time I, saw the, I thought it was purple, but 
I've not got the best <laughs> colour vision in the world. You know, See, seeing it live, it's 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 a, it's a proper blue, it's a latex blue, isn't it? Um, and I'll say this: the quality much better than the Kappa for me. There's a lot more room in them. <laughs> Don't be googling. Um, so as a fans, as a as a fans buy, you know, for the fans who who purchase the replica yeah. shirts, um, the, the better fitting, uh, the more comfortable. And, and going going with the kits, the uh, club shops had a, a refurb, uh, redone up, uh, a lot more gear overdue, overdue, yeah. a lot more gear in there. Yeah, uh, so good stuff. And then I do in free, uh, not free delivery, but delivery abroad. In so well. I know you'll be listening to this at your desk tomorrow. Yeah, and Frank. Be able to get your stuff, get and your kits. And all the other lads and lasses out there. So, yeah, two good quality kits. Good quality goalkeeper kits as well. Nice to see you've put a sponsor on the kids' kits as well. Um, with the uh, 3PL logistics. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I do think our sponsorship, though, does remind me a little bit of UEFA's Bunny Club. You know the uh, the Playboy. Yeah, it does a little bit, so it, it, it makes me giggle when I look at it. Coupled with a new kit, we've got a new big screen. <gasps> the telly. Big telly. Absolutely fantastic. Perfect for the West Ham. They've shown some cracking they videos haven't. on there. They haven't. Yeah, had an official complaint. I've seen Barry twice in about four or five. Twice. Days. Oh. Never been off it. That Wednesday yeah. against Everton, it was ridiculous. I put a strongly worded email into the club complaining about. Oh, at the half-time quiz though. Half time quiz was good. I yeah, should have been on royalties rather than uh, just a fee. Burnley did half time quiz. That was uh, pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that like you wouldn't have seen it, will you, for the Everton game? No. I, I did the half time quiz, you know, when I was slumming it in the West Dance for the uh, Everton game as well. Yeah, I, I was there as well, did the, uh, did the uh, quiz, it was good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nice, nice viewpoint for us in the, uh, in the West. Uh, perfectly situated, I'm, I'm more than happy with the, uh, the screen. Obviously you guys don't know what it's like in the East because you're not sat in there yet, have you? Well I did, because somebody, uh, I've been talking to a, a Burnley season ticket holder today who asked me was I stalking him because he, he went to the game on Saturday and he saw me on the big screen, so obviously but it's a good view from there we'll as well. We'll be able to it. was it. different, Barry. I think I'll swap that anyway, at least I can at least I can talk in the East End anyway, without people telling me to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a difference between talking, shouting abuse at uh, Steve McLaren. I put a tweet out just before we came on air saying the following. Okay? Just let it load up. Oh. Incoming Latix official fans, this is huge. Podcast is out later. Hashtag WAF, hashtag CCFC. So some of the replies, tell me please. Just wondering when's the podcast out? Edge of my seat. I was just telling them that the podcast was out. There's nothing bigger than that. It was just that the podcast is coming out. So if you listen this far, that's what you're listening for. Yeah. Keep listening. <laughs> so, uh We'll switch off by now, though. <laughs> at this pace. Yeah. I can tell we've had a pre-season. Our pre-season has not been up to scratch, has it? We're, we're flagging. Speed me up, Gregory. 30 minutes in and we're flagging. Come on. Okay, so. Um, big screen, new kit. Um, anything else new, Barry, when we went down? The... DW watching the game, did we notice anything new? Um, new ticketing system? 
that went down on Sunday on Saturday. I say what isn't new, and I'm surprised at uh, the DW Stadium. It's still the DW Stadium. I thought we might have had a new name up there. Uh, What's the space? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I thought it might have been done before. Now. I wonder if it's contracted through to the end of the rugby season. You know, with well, there is there is something with that yeah. because there's something with the rugby and Wish FM as well. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Which is another thing we can uh, possibly mention, um, and. Wish FM will no longer be finding match day commentary uh, of Wigan Athletic trusting well, Lassix is doing it though, aren't they? Yeah, it's all coming out yeah. in house now, Lassix TV. Um, if you go on Lassix TV, you'll see. New website. New website, lots of videos. There's a new app coming out as well. There is, I've just deleted the old one today. Um, mm. So there's lots going on there. They've got a, uh, the team's expanded, hasn't it? So they've got new uh, people in. Yeah. doing different things so that's uh, a lot to look out for exciting times on, on the uh, on the media side of the ticks it is now we've done a lot of looking back over the last few weeks since we were last on air should be a bit looking forward I think we, we must we must so Barry in the last in the DW era the new era at the DW stadium mm-hmm. um, so I'm not talking home games just since we moved in you mean, you mean the last 20 years Barry. the last 20 years yeah how have we fared on the opening day of the season well I mean I always think we've not fared very well. Uh, in fact, you think, oh, when did we last win and on the opening day? But then you start to re- recall the, the teams that we've played and the victories that we have had. So it's not really as bad as what you think. Uh, in the 20 uh, years since we've been at the DW, we've had uh, six victories, five draws, and nine defeats. Ooh. Obviously, the most recent opening day fixture was last season. We played Sheffield Wednesday, and we were treated to an excellent game. Uh, five goals. Yeah, it's fantastic. Anything else? Yeah, um, the biggest win that we've had on the opening day in that twenty years. Anybody know what it was? Four uh, nil Barnsley. It was yeah. And at home. Yeah, and three nil the Scunthorpe at home. Yeah, it was. That was the first. First home game, and the biggest defeat was at home as well. Uh, that was to Blackpool 4 0. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what we followed that with? Uh, Chelsea away. Oh, it's home again, 6 0. And then uh, Ali obviously took over from Chris Kirkland, didn't he? Yeah, my favourite run of fixes in Latix history. Last game of the season, lose 8 0. Uh, yeah. Lose 4 0. Yeah. Lose 6 0. <laughs> so, what's everyone's predictions for the season? Where will Latics finishing? Uh, I think we'll finish nailed on 10th spot. 10th? Adam? I think I've got others done. I've done a uh, prediction thing for Sky. And, uh, uh, okay, there's another one just uh, media whoring. Uh, and I think I put 10th as well. Yeah. I, think it was, uh, I think Hope I put 8th, expected 10th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adam? I'd be happy with 13th. 13th? Yeah, and I think that's what we'll, we'll get. Promoted. Oh, Simon. As champions. I'm going to go with promoted. Are we going to clip this at some point in the season? Then? Do you see... Uh, yeah, positively on this. Do, do, do you see similarities to the season when it's up with Jewel? Is this I just, second season? Do you know what? Since we finished, since the last day of last season, I've said that we'll hope this year. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what's given me reason. Yeah. Alcohol. No, I just I I did once at one point say we go up as champions. I am retracting that statement, but 
I put money on us going up as uh, getting promoted. I think Fulham will win the league and we'll get promoted. Well, we did that last year. We said we'd picked out who were going to win the league. Well, I don't think Fulham will finish in top six, mate. Would you not? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually sorry. I, I think they've got I some really tidy they're... players. Stand at knockout, they've kept Mitrovic. Mitrovic, yeah. Uh, Sessignon. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not like the manager? No. No, I don't think I don't think they'll finish in top six. Maybe, maybe Forest as well. Yeah, they're doing they're bits. Kind of season. Yeah, I doing bits. They will, they will Who's they appointed manager? Uh, Coco, is it? Oh, that's Derby. Is it? Yeah, Derby. So yeah, they've uh, appointed that. Uh, I think he's he's a foreign manager. I can't remember. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent in. Yeah. And, and bottom, bottom, uh, Luton, Charlton for me. Uh, Reading I think Charlton and Reading uh, definitely down there um, I see Cardiff finishing top two I think they'll finish top two Warnock he's just got the knack hasn't he Warnock and he play he, he, he wants to go out he, he, knows, he knows the division he, he doesn't play the most attractive no, but, but he knows effective he knows how to get results yeah I feel like Birmingham are in trouble they've obviously lost Monk yeah. Um, and lots of players as well, aren't they? They've lost a lot of players. Yeah. Obviously, financially, they're not in a good place, and I don't rate that Clotter as manager. Is he the Oxford guy we beat? Yeah, seven uh, nil. Yeah, he was the Oxford manager when we right. beat seven nil. So I don't rate him as manager. He's not done anything when he's, took yeah, he's usually not... the person who takes over after Monk. Mm. I think he's one of Monk's regular staff. So I think they could have a bad start, sack him, and then struggle with maybe mm. getting someone in because it's not the attractive proposition especially if they're down there when they sack him so. very odd managerial dis- uh, Adkins has gone uh, he, d- he did well at the end of the season Hope yeah there's like there's a bit of stuff going on behind the scenes though didn't there the well there's been a lot I mean they're, they've yeah. struggled for years and that's why I think Charl- honor, Charlton as well he yeah. sacked Lee Boyer yeah. and then he's back again within a f- uh, what he's just signed a couple of players well Charlton um, I can't recall who they are but I I remember Sam thinking, oh, that's, that doesn't sound a bad sign. Pierce still, Jason Pierce still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost that Bauer to Preston. He was one of the rocks of the defence. Good, good signing, they might have had him at Wigan. Yeah, we were after him, I think. Greg Farrabin, you know, there's, sorry, there's a video of you online from the EFL. Uh, oh, is that? Day, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. He is, uh, Greg Farrabin's just put Josh Windass looking ready to go for the new season. You, you said something else then, didn't you? What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just got my tongue tight. tight. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bloody hell, I'm on a shocker. Anyway, so top half finish for Latics on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to storm the division. I, I mean, I start. Not, mine's not top half, mine's just in the bottom half. Well, it's just in the Top of the bottom half. I yeah, think yeah. we'll finish top of the bottom half. <laughs> I just think the squad as a whole has got. Last season we were doing so much good. The experience of it, the squad playing together, and uh, with the results that we pulled in at the end of the season, I don't think they're going to be frightened of playing teams, are they? And we, 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 we played Norwich, and Norwich were flying. And, and to be honest, we should have beat them that day. In fact, we did beat them, didn't we? Yeah. That goal, what was ruled out, was a disgrace. Yeah. Well, we're better, I think we're better preferred because I think last last season, you know, we put. I mean, I think he had a decent game, Gibson, that first game, but he he was, he was basically a player who was on trial, who yeah. was thrown in. We had Kipri, I think, had been there about two hours and came yeah. running onto the pitch. Uh, we had Rhys James making his debut, Robinson making his debut. You know, we had, you know, there, were, there wasn't really much in the way of continuity, was there? Whereas this season, I think, uh, you know, that defence particularly, um, 
you know, I, th- I think they probably will go for scare of the season. Byrne, Kipri, Fox, Robinson, Marshall. That's now an experienced defence, but also with some, you know, good, mm. youthful talent in Kipri and, and, and Robinson. Look, last season, I bet a week before the season, we wouldn't have been able to name her yeah. back for. Well, the other thing was uh, with the defence last season as well. Shea Dunkley was the experienced man at 24, wasn't it? There was all the rest of them were, were yeah. 21 or under. You know, Including uh, a very young goalkeeper, yeah, which yeah. which I think does sh- did show at times. He's got a lots of talent, but I, I'm actually happier uh, in our position now than uh, I, su- I suspect he would be first choice at Blackburn. Yeah, he's gone to his first choice, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm I'm happy with what we've got. Yeah, well, you, you've got to be positive because look at our home record last season. If we if we can keep the majority of that, keep that strong home record, we only need to win about th- three more away games and we'd, we'd have been pushing for top half so there you go that's, we have a, that's where we, me and I were coming from so yeah. if we have an actual decent away form even just a decent away form if we keep our, our strength at home we're mm. sorted mm. and, and also so, remember our best our better apart from that first couple of games but our better performances at home were at the end as well weren't they yeah. we went out on our yeah. Le- Leeds Birmingham yeah I think some of our away performances last year as well we weren't getting we weren't being beaten, we were beating ourselves when we were. We were throwing games. I mean, you, you start plucking them all at the other. The, the game down at Reading, I mean, we, we, that was oh, a throwaway. Hull City yet. was another. Um, and then there's numerous in that period between end of October through to, to like February, weren't there? Well, we just well, hardly anything happened and then we threw it away. Yeah. There were some games there that should have been Forest, made. Forest away. Should we look forward now? Yeah. Should we look forward? Yeah. Being the being the chair, should I bring it back in back in uh-huh. time, okay? Opening fixtures, Cardiff at home on Saturday, three o'clock, near Warwick's team rolling to town. Then we travel to Preston. They play Leeds, Borough, QPR and Barnsley, with also the Carabao Cup and the return of Nick Powell. What yeah. do we make of those opening gambits? I mean it's it's a good test for us shows where we're at but it's also one of those if it doesn't go as well as we like you know it's not in panic stations get behind the team still nothing's decided I don't think in the first few games of the season look at I mean I know QPR finished badly last season but after the terrible start they beat us and I think they they rose all the way up to near the playoffs yeah and obviously they tailed off towards the end but look at Bolton start yeah we were pushing for the top Bolton won at West West Brom um, and and if you looked at last season's fixtures either Sheffield Wednesday uh, Aston Villa away Mm -hmm. Stoke Stoke away uh, you know we had Forest at home you know on paper that that start no different I I think you've got to look at the championship it's very unless you unless you had Millwall Reading Charlton and Barnsley and Barnsley then you'd say we're underdogs. Yeah. And actually, I wouldn't want those fixtures because I think that would put pressure on us early. Mm. Yeah. These are, these are, some of these are freebies, aren't they? Yeah. So looking forward to Cardiff. Um, and we've got a, a young lady, Cardiff uh, fan, um, who's done, done a few bits with us for Adam Asks. So, Adam, I know you've had to do it a bit differently today. Um, so uh, yeah, over to Adam. Yeah, so earlier on on today, I uh, managed to uh, track down a, a, a Cardiff fan straight from the uh, on the way back down from the Premier League. Um, we spoke uh, from Betham, uh, Betham, who is a uh, contributor uh, to view from the uh, the Ninian, that old old fashioned ground there, Ninian Park. Uh, so let's uh, just have a see what she uh, 
what she had to say. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on today, and um, I'm really excited. So it's uh, it's best to hear from the view from the Ninian, big Cardiff City fan, and I'm sure, like all of the the Wigan fans out there, we just can't wait for the season to start. And fingers crossed. Um, well, fingers crossed, Cardiff get off to the better start. But I'm sure your listeners will uh, be hoping for for the opposite and um you know before we start i guess just dollar best for, for the upcoming season and saturday it all begins i've said from the start that i think we will finish third this season which makes me nervous because i know how competitive the championship is you know we've we've missed out on the playoffs um on one season by one goal we you know we we had a battering from from Preston and that actually had an impact on on the final day of the season you look back at Fulham they had 23 um games unbeaten in the in the uh the, the season that we got promoted and you know thankfully for them went up via the playoffs but Leeds last season consistent throughout and actually it was the teams in fifth and sixth who who um, went to the playoff final. So, such a competitive season. Um, but I do still feel... Um, well, I've got to stick with my guns, haven't I? I've got to stick with the first prediction I made, regardless of uh, of the excitement of the new signings. And, um, yeah, for me, I'd say third place. In terms of the player I'm most gutted to see leave, it, it's got to be Bruno Manga. Uh, he was, you know, he's just fantastic for for Cardiff City in defence last season and he truly was a fan favourite so we are wishing him well and uh, I think we will certainly miss him uh, in the defensive lineup for for the Bluebirds. So the most important retained player for Cardiff as things stand I should add is um, is Neil Estridge so Cardiff fans breathed a, a sigh of relief today to see that Aston Villa have signed Tom Heaton from Burnley so fingers crossed that means that uh, Estridge won't be going to uh, another club, but who knows? We, you know, we know what the transfer window is like. But I would really hope that we retain him because any fantasy football players who you know played last season will know that Estridge um, he pulled quite a quite a few penalty saves and clean sheets out of the bag, and he was um, he, he, well, he still is an essential part of of our team. So yeah, I mean, Cardiff City fans are you know very happy with. Neil Warnock, he took us to the promised land with a squad that, I guess, wasn't really predicted to get to the Premier League uh, last season. And, I mean, he's had a record eight promotions in, in the English Football League. So, I think he certainly knows his onions in terms of the championship. So, for Cardiff fans, we're fully behind him. And today, you know, we are gutted, but we did think the news was coming that it does appear that this season will be Neil Warnock's last season in in a managerial capacity. So we want to make sure that we um, we try and go for that record ninth uh, promotion in, in his career. Yes, unfortunately, family commitments come in every now and then, and typically they come in on the um, on the first day of the season. So I'm gutted not to be going to Wigan. Um, however, you have asked for for a score prediction, um, and 
I'm going to be optimistic. I'll certainly be checking my phone um, when I'm when I'm at the wedding. Um, well, I hope I hope they're not listening to this actually. Um, but yes, I will um, be checking my phone and hoping for a Cardiff City three-one win. Well, thank you very much, Bethan, for uh, speaking to Adam. Um, it's, I know people don't enjoy having to do that, but. Uh, thank some you. people do. Yeah. Some people do. Yeah. Seems uh, very positive, doesn't she? With uh, yeah. expecting a expecting a three-one win. We'll see how positive she is uh, come five o'clock Saturday evening. Yeah. Now, Barry, who's referee? David Webb. When did he last ref us? He refed us. If I'm not mistaken, he refed us at Hull last year when we lost two-one. The game we've just been talking about. Yeah. Uh, I happen to know that he's refed uh, thirty-four games last season. Oh. Issued 102 yellows, five reds. Previous against Cardiff, played 27 times. We've won 11, drawn six, and lost 10. Slightly got the advantage. Yeah, we'd yeah. like to extend that advantage a bit more. How do you see this one going? Uh, well, I'll just straight to the point. I'm going for a 1-1 draw. A 1-1. Yeah, I'll get straight to the point so we can talk about other little bits as well later. Uh, I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to Wigan. 2-1 win. I also think 1-1. And we're going to get our title, promotion, whatever you want to call it, push off to a flying start. 3-1 home win from the Latics. Um, that's how I think it's going to go. Is there anything else anyone would like to bring to the table? There's a few bits that we're working on behind the scenes, isn't there, that we're trying to kick starts. Um, which we've tweeted about, um, we're just trying to find any budding video editors who'd like to to, to work with us to um, help us create a Latics fan TV. It's not going to be the same as Arsenal, uh, in the way that Arsenal do it, it's going to be more uh, reaction to the game, you know, selfie clips and we'll, we'll put them together. And, but we're, it's still a, we're going to try and get a pilot out as soon as possible. But if there's any we're video better off with a video editor than a pilot. Yeah, well, we need a video editor. If there is one out there who's willing to be part of something that could be quite big, um, showcase his talents or her talents. Yeah, his or her talents. Uh, slide into our DMs on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk. Are our DMs public? Yeah, yeah. Anything else anyone would like to bring to the table before we adjourn? Um. No, not really. Uh, there's a not really. That means I might have something. Yeah, you may as well say it now, Barry, because <laughs> all the listeners you know, are on the edge of the seat. There's a few things that uh, are in the offing, aren't they? But they're not quite happening yet around around the stadium. You know, with the like the paint jobs and, and things like that. So, and there was talk of a a new fans bar being put there. Yeah, there's another stuff, isn't there? Um, about that. I've not seen it. No. Uh, it's on. It's on the on the yeah, analysis. So all right. So that's going ahead. Is that in the uh, east stand? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I wasn't at any uh, FAB meetings. FAB Virgil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to let people know. Um, also, in the next coming weeks, we're going to have Jonathan Jackson and Darren Royal. Uh, on the show's guests so if there's any questions people can get thinking about them now hey, was you happy with the transfer window when it was open 
the new kits, anything at all, anything at all. Where's McCarthy money? Where's yeah. the McCarthy money? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, Craig's going to go on Saturday. Do you think? Um, I think what they'll do is they're going through new turnstiles have been upgraded. Yeah. Yeah, um, so they're getting three then. I'm um, just wondering what the... Up the stats. Up the vomitory. I reckon they'll bring it. We've seen they'll bring it for 3,000. Yeah. There, so. That atmosphere was brilliant for the Sheffield Wednesday game last year, yeah. wasn't it? He just seemed busier. Yeah. I, I do actually have a point I'd like to raise, and I saw it today. Point of information. Point of information. Reading, their chairman has laid on... Will be laying on coaches for 15 of their furthest away trips this season. Um, and it's... Stoke do it, don't they? To away games, you get um, subsidised or free coaches. How how much of an influence do you think that have on people going to away games from a Latics point of view? For example, Friday night Fulham game that shouldn't have been moved. If you could get a free coach there and back, would it make you more inclined to go? I think for a night game like that, I think it's unless you've got a driver you're actually having to have an overnight stay in London because you've no public transport to get you no. back. Uh, it's a long drive on a Friday, you know, in rush hour traffic. It's a terrible time to drive, isn't it? So, you know, are you going to get someone who really wants to drive all that way and back? So, yeah, I think for that type of game, I don't know whether for every, you know, that type of, for me, 15 games. Most people's thoughts on it, yeah. I, uh, I don't think it would affect me at all. No, Do you think it increased our attendance? No, I, I, I see the room subsidise. If you're going to subsidise anything, subsidise home support but rather than away support already. because they're not getting stuff back. If, if you put a if you put a number of coaches on and you increase your your away following by a thousand, you put in a thousand times thirty quid in, into the which is thirty thousand pound. Yeah, yeah, putting that into the coffers of the opposition, and the club's getting nothing back from it. Do you it. not think we the OGD subsidise the? Yeah, but you're getting nothing back. But for your that. fans are your club, aren't they? They are, but um, the, uh, the a lot of our fans. I'm not being disrespectful to anybody. A lot of our fans go on away game. We know why they go away. A lot of them. There's quite a few who don't go to all games, but they go to away games because it's a trip. It's yeah, a boozle. That's why. That's why it wouldn't affect me because I'd rather pay. Twenty pounds to be on a coach that stops somewhere and you know socialising comes with it. You know you have a drink, you can drink on coach or whatever. And it's just I feel like with those kind of coaches, people, you know, people do go on them. But it's just like a lot of people away days. It's more about just getting to there and watching. The yeah, I think, I think it's, a, the it's the full package. I think there's very few just I think purely go for the football. I mean, the football's still the most important part of the day for me, which I think you might have been getting at, that it's not necessarily for everybody the most. But I, I still want a day of it. I want to well, go it's on definitely a, not for everybody. Because that, you've seen them yourself. They're coming in late, they're leaving early. Yeah. They, 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 don't, they, you know, they, they don't even watch the game. A lot of people, they've got the back to it. Yeah. How, would, how, it how would it affect those... those yeah, cause you look at the demographic of Wigan and it's, it's not the most affluent area, is it? No. And you might have uh, a mother or father who takes three, four kids to the game. Yeah, um, won't go to an away game because no. it's three or four. So where are you putting these on? Say you're going to reciprocate to go to Reading. So how far is it to Reading? How long is it to Reading? It's about three hours, isn't it? Three hours. So it's longer than that. It's longer than three. So so you're second your family. You 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 leaving. You, you leave early because you've got to get there on time. So you've got three hours travelling. You probably leave. Give yourself what? What do you get there for two o'clock? Coaches. Yeah. So you're leaving at. Do the math for me. So you're leaving at. Nine. We'll go for nine. Nine o'clock with your three kids. Stop. You, you get him back at 
eight o'clock, nine eight, o'clock, nine, o'clock yeah. at night. Your hours. kids are all there. Absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Uh, but they put something on at the stadium. So that money, what they don't use to put them coaches on, they can put something on at the stadium where they've got like a kid's spur on, they might have clowns on, there's games going on. And put the money there to attract people in. And then they'll buy tickets and give money to the Latics. Because one thing we've got to start doing now, if we're going to be signing players, we've got to generate money. We've yep. got to generate income because of this effort. Yeah. Which cost without a wage it's, it's nice to have, isn't it? Yeah. Than... It's costing us a million pound a month to run that. Yeah. Club. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an interesting debate, isn't so it? So we'll end up. Yeah. But then the fans will be more. Oh, they're putting free coaches on. But when we're not signing such a player, well, we're not signing such a player because we can't afford it because we put free coaches on, and we'll end up breaking the. The, the fair play rules. So I think they're much better investing in the club where that money then can be can generate more income. It's probably a drop in the ocean, though. If you talk about signing a player, the, the, the yeah, wages. No, but it all adds up, doesn't it? It all adds up. I know you can't you, you can't yeah. throw money away like that and fritter it away. Yeah. But I don't know. But maybe the odd the odd one. I mean, uh, let's have a look at, you know, you look yeah, at... Yeah, the odds one here and there. I mean, that's, that's if, what I'm saying. if it's a promotion battle or a relegation battle, it's a fantastic... Like when we played Stoke away that, that time, if they'd have put three coaches on, you know, for, for the the Rodiega goal, if there'd been three coaches on for that and, and, yeah. and that, we'd have, we could have filled well, that, that end. I think with that one, though, um, it wasn't a, a case of only 1,400 or whoever went was interested. It was... Tickets. Uh, Whelan had only asked... For a certain amount of tickets. Yeah, I know. And it was really underestimated yeah, because. Yeah. Well, they were basing it on what we've been doing as our other travel through the season. Yeah, they, really? I think we'd have sold. Could they do it for sold that end? Yeah. Could they do it for shorter games then, like Blackburn? You know, we could take a decent number and fill that end. It's not going to cost the same to go to Blackburn as it's going to cost. But we still money be paying out. Alright, it might be I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry but if someone can't can't be bothered. I'm not saying can't be well because people have reasons, but if that's the only reason because of travel that they're not going to Blackburn, I mean, it's yeah, not it exactly come, difficult. It comes, down to, it comes down to cost, doesn't it? Because, like you say, you might have a single parent who wants to take their four kids to a game. Um, and how can you turn around and say to three of them, like, right, you three, three can't come back on and say one of you? You wouldn't say Kenny, would you? Devil's advocate, no. you wouldn't say Kenny, you wouldn't be three kids home alone. <laughs> well, you take your, your favourite. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> you, you wouldn't, would you? No, no but, but it's putting money out to put it in other clubs' pockets. It, it, it's barmy. Would you do it for a cup game yeah, then? Because no, there's revenue sharing. No, nobody's interested in cup matches anymore. Whoa, hang uh, on. I hang on. on. <laughs> the clubs aren't interested in cup matches. Tell them we can have that on in May 2013. Tell them when we played West Brom away. Yeah, that that was the Mickey Mouse Cup. That was the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah. Mickey Mouse Cup this year. Well, if you get to, if you get to the later rounds, it's a bit different. But the early rounds, put the reserves out. Yeah, it's just an interesting point for it the base. Um, but I, but I, I'd like you to be thinking about how can we spend a little bit of money down here to generate more fans through through the turnstiles to give money back and and to well, encourage one of the one of the, fans one of the main things on. I think they could have done and they are now doing it. Is this is this bar like a fan zone area that's not necessarily I know sports club's not exclusive because you can pay I think you can pay to go in on a on a on a weekly basis, you don't have to actually be a member. But Blackburn have that Foster's fan zone behind the away end. And I remember seeing the beers are available. Yeah. Yeah. Get everyone together, they've got the T V on, you know, showing something, you're having a chat, you're having a talk, a bit of music. That's what's needed, I think, because then 
rather than people going hit brick or going hit anvil or something like that before the game, getting them down to the ground and doing stuff, but it, there's got to be a draw in for them. Yeah, you can't I think that's what they're looking at Kicking developing. people out, though, that's the thing with it at the moment, as it currently stands, you know, because of events that are on and things, that, you know, if you want to watch a game after the, the Latics game and have a couple of beers, you, you're getting kicked out, aren't you? Yeah, that's why this bar, that's, that's when what it I'm comes saying, in, I think could be brilliant. Yeah, because if, that, if that's then open till 11 o'clock at night, or whatever... Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I think... Maybe get a band on later on, delay them, for example. Yeah, delay them would be great to have on there. Well, that's, yeah. that's why having sort of fans boards and stuff like that, I think, and I think that this is kind yeah. of a subversion. It's like discussing ideas that can potentially, as I said, generate... I think a, they are looking at... ...sustainable income. New ways of, yeah, building that. And it, was just, it was just an interesting point. I'd seen that Reading were doing it, I know that Stoke were doing it, and it's just interesting to see what you people's points of views are on it. I mean, I, I, I like, I prefer to go to the car to wear games. You can make your own trip, stop where you need to stop, and you're there and back. And if you want to have a drink while you're going down, you can have a drink. Well, especially well, especially if, you get, if you're lucky like me, as a designated driver. Then again, it's not very good for me guys, is it? Those kind of decisions are, we'll have a business case, and I don't think it would be a good enough business case in terms of... We've done it before. Would it generate money? No. It, would it get so a, a large amount of people together. I don't think it would. Do I mean, it would probably get a few extra hundred. Do you remember we played West Ham away? Generating revenue for the, the other team. At the bowling. Played West Ham away. And um, 188 bet put on free coaches to West Ham. You know, it made an increase. People know what I Yeah, they pumped a lot of money into the club, didn't they? The, I, I, I lost quite a few things that 188 bet did uh, with a gift fans stuff. Was quite good, quite good initiatives. But it's not with their money. They were, looking, yeah. they were trying to get you to bet with them, weren't yeah. they? Just, just a quick one on that. I mean, I, I, I didn't read into the reason why, but this morning the, the, the fixture was switched, as we've just been talking about the Fulham game, because it clashed with Chelsea. Chelsea game. Fixtures came out in June, didn't they? Hmm. Premier League was the week before, so we're now six, seven weeks down the line. Fans presumably have booked. There's a lot that have booked. What the, I mean, that, that's one of the things it's like, well, yeah. w- what's happening there? I mean, that, they knew about that fixes. So, yeah. so w- why have they not made that decision earlier to switch it? Well, this is nothing to do with Latin. It's, like, it's like the Bristol like, game was moved on the 8th of July, wasn't it? The, to the Sunday. Um, so, yeah. Because it, it, cause it, we know a lot of people who, I don't know, you might, I know your mum sometimes does the trips down, don't she? And so people could book the train tickets in advance. There are people who've done that. I, I it, it's funny this week. It's so much cheaper. This week I was actually going to book tickets to Fulham for the Saturday. We're going to go down and have a day of it. Last, first train, last train. It's Friday night now makes it a pain. Yeah, but at least we haven't, like you said, we haven't already invested money in that, have no. we? You know, people, and, that, and that's what that's what gets me is there's no no thinking there. Of things, but do they uh, say that it can it be changed up to? There's there's a rule in which it can be changed. You know. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure it, it won't breach the rules. It just it doesn't mean that the rules right, or does it? That's the thing. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't. And it's one of those games. You know, Fulham's always a nice away trip as well. Oh, great on a Saturday, and especially in the summer by the Thames. But you look at you know Bar. Preston away next weekend. Yeah. You then look in Middlesbrough away on a Tuesday night. Yeah. What's them things called we have in Middlesbrough to eat? What are you talking about? Palmer's. Palmer's, yeah. We're going to eat Then it's QPR away on, at the end of August. You know, that's realistically. Um, we'll get him back on, won't we? Palmer. Anyway, Palmer. right, we're, we're digressing. So, um, I think it's been an interesting 
opening podcast for the new 2019-2020 league season. Thorpe will be back next week. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I'm only jo- joking, Thorpe. Anyone got anything else you'd like to throw in? No, just, have we no. got a new new official leader? Is it like the Boris? Are you the new Boris Johnson? No, it's, it's uh, Barry. Barry pushed me into it. No, if, if he was a new, we'd all be booing now, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, Sorry think, to any Tories. I think I think Barry enjoys just being able to have a have a say rather than leading. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah. Done, I've done five years of leading, and sometimes it needs a fresh. I mean, he still pulls strings. For those who obviously can't see what's going on, Barry still sends a give me a agenda, and it's uh, it's not a hidden agenda. It's uh, it's led by the party leader. Um, but no, we've got interviews coming up. We've got guests. We've got a lot planned. Gary Roberts has already said to us he'll talk to us um, about summer, Love Island. Yeah, and we've all got the Ben classics. Watson winner as well. Got the Ben Watson winner. He's going to be collecting his uh, prize. Um, one of the first games of the season is an EastEnders, so uh, one of you guys will be presenting him with the uh, the uh, prize. Stand massive, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got lots lots coming up. We'll be having more competitions again this year. Trying to work with Alberts, gonna have a word with them, see if they'll give us uh, anything. Um, the new Alberts that's having inside. And, uh, and we've got uh, a working relationship with uh, Wigan Driving School. Well, yeah, we've got Wigan Driving School. Um, if you'd like to learn to drive. <laughs> Again, slide into our DMs, I'll look at that. And also, we signed a new um, deal this summer, didn't we? With a, a Facebook page. We have, yeah. We can... Athletic News and Banter page. Ban- banter page, banter. Banter. Is there any banter on it? Well, it's um, Ian Wadsworth, friend of the podcast. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, does a lot of work on there. He's an SLO, uh, man in the know. So, uh, yeah, there'll be... Big Emerson fan. Who says that? You did. Did I? <laughs> you told me you were. <laughs> Oh, fake news, <laughs> fake news. So, without further ado, we're going to wind up tonight's um, episode. We'll be back in the studio next Wednesday, reflecting on the Cardiff game. I'm looking forward to a trip to Deepdale to hopefully avenge last year. So, I've been Simon, Hi. and this has been the Progress with Unity podcast. It's a good night from me. It's a good night, night from us. Up the ticks. Au revoir. <laughs>